unfold When the moon shine and the sun glow Plant seeds and see what grows Water your garden with wishes and dreams Free like a fish in the sea But listen to me Not everyone listens to dreams Some hearts are skipping a beat Hey, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Lion's Den. Hopefully you're enjoying your day. This is going to be a super, super dope show. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you download the Lion's Pride Network app on Roku and Amazon Fire. We got a lot of fire stuff going on and coming up in the next uh, few months. So that is the place you want to be with all our content creators. All right. And if this is your first time checking us out, let us know you there. You dig what I'm saying? So y'all can be involved in this conversation. And also, if you're on Facebook, make sure you go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook so you can be in this conversation to let us know that you are here and you are getting it in. Hey, Larry, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Hey, man, I'm feeling good as usual, man. The weather didn't change on and it's raining, but it's all good. Yo, it was like 90-something degrees the last few days, man. Kind of need a little break, though, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my school, they having their homecoming, so they got a little fair going on at the park, man. It was, it's, it's, it's been a pleasant weekend. Can't complain. That's good. That's good, man. You know what I did today, bro? You wouldn't believe it. What you do? You sleep? Bro, I did absolutely nothing, no, bro. This is my first it. time in years. I didn't know what to do with myself, bro. I went to sleep, woke up, went back to sleep, woke up a couple of times, and went, bro, next thing it I did, know, it's time for show. It feels good, doesn't it? It do. It, I, it was I weird. I didn't do anything special this weekend. I'm like, I've had a busy week. I'm chilling. My leave ended Friday. I go back to work tomorrow and get back in that routine. So today was purposely nothing. Yeah, yeah. Look, I can dig it. Hey, shout out to everybody on uh, that's here, that's watching, that's part of the uh, Lion's Heart Challenge. Right. Hey, 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 you got to get it in. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you're doing the fitness, the mental, the spiritual, financial, you know what I'm talking about. You're trying to get your money right. Whatever right. it is, we're using this whole month to get it right. Hey, and shout out to Herm. He out taking care of some business right now. Uh, but we're going to get him back. You know, happy I'm saying birthday to a significant other, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. To, uh, Sharita, happy birthday to her. They out, uh, you know, he's somewhere caking up. Somewhere, <laughs> you know, literally caking up. Kicking, yeah, literally. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Will? How you feeling, bro? Hey, what's going on, team? How y'all doing, fellas? Good, brother. Welcome back. Good hey, I'm back in America, baby. And you know I'm back better than like I never left. But I do want to <laughs> say... Say a say a word of wisdom and word of prayer for my wife and I in this crazy housing market today. Lord have mercy. Take the wheel, Jesus, please. Man, look, hey, this is not the time, bro. This this is not the time. Hey, I would say, listen, hey, shout out to y'all. Anybody out there that's looking for a crib right now, but those that's trying to sell it, it is a seller's market. It is ridiculous out here. Yo, look, check this out. You can get. A uh, two-room apartment, <laughs> or no, a two-room house right now, they're going for the low, low for three fifty. dollars You understand? $350,000, all right? Hey, plus, I'm tax. Telling you, plus tax, you dig? And then they go put the COVID tax on it. You yeah. dig? So it, it's ridiculous out there, man. But what's going on with you, man? How's everything? Hey, everything is well, brother. Just trying to get back, getting in the mix of things, brother. Just enjoying being back with family, enjoying being back with my brothers, and enjoying being back in front of the pride, baby. I missed everybody. I Can't know. say that that Wi-Fi works well across those waters, but now that I'm back, <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's on, it's on. Bro, yeah, yeah. Look, we had to put you on a little hiatus, bro. You was, yeah, yeah. Your internet went, went, went on point over there. Went on point. You dig? So, uh, yeah, we don't got time for dial up. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, well, look, hey, if you don't mind, man, uh, introduce our guest, would you? 
Oh, well, my pleasure, brother. This sister that's coming to you has been my friend turned family for over 25 years. This girl has known me since the, the, the teenage years of Will Spencer before I became somewhat functional as in this world that we live in today. But she is an author, an entrepreneur, a mother, a TV host, podcast, just all around great person, motivational speaker, mentor that goes by the name Tierra Armin. And when I say she's bringing that energy, let's give her a round of applause. All right. All right. And how are you doing, ma'am? Welcome to the den. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you all doing? Oh, everything is everything. Everything. So, you know, like like you said, welcome. And 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 you seem like you have a lot on your plate. And what I like to start off with is giving in individuals the opportunity to talk about who they are. For those of you that that's listening right now, please tell them who you are, man. The floor is yours. Oh, who am I? So that's a loaded question. But I am Tierra Armin. I am a wife and a mom first. And then I am an educator. I'm an empowerment speaker, author, talk show host, podcast host, as we'll say. But all around, I am just a laid back person who loves to help others. I am the person that loves to pick up a book and read y'all. The person that just spend a lot of time with family and I'm the person that just love to grow. You know, I love to, and it may sound a little crazy, y'all, but I love to go through those challenges and struggles. I love to grow. I love to get to the other side and be able to talk about how I was able to get through. So okay. that's me. That's who I am. All right. Um, where, where, where are you from, sis? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Oh, that north side of St. Louis, baby. North side of St. Louis. North side okay. of St. Louis. Okay. All right. Hey, well, look, shout out to everybody out there. Hey, half a day. I see you out there, Chris and everybody, Miss Tasha. So, look, here's here's a little something. I, I see you, you said that you're a speaker and everything. So, tell our audience why they should listen to you. So you should listen to me, Tierra Speaks, because I'm you. To be honest, I'm you. I'm me. I'm honest. I'm upfront. I'm not afraid to get vulnerable with you and be transparent about what I have going on and what I've gone through in order to help you. Um, and everything I do, like the coaching, the speaking, everything that I do is catered to what it is that you need. So a lot of times we see speakers and coaches and podcast hosts that just worry about them and what they have done or their experiences. But for me, I share what I've done and my experiences, but I also want to know what it is that you need so that I can help you and I can participate in helping you grow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sound good. what you got, Will? So, Miss Tierra Armin, what was your experiences like before the podcast, before the television show, just when you were just Tierra trying to figure it out? What were some of those things that kind of push you in the right direction or some oppositions that kind of help make you grow? Oh, um, I was scared. I was scared. And my biggest fear was just being myself. That was my biggest obstacle, just being myself, because I was afraid that nobody would like who I was or nobody would want to be my friend or um, be around me. So I didn't know how to step on the other side of that so that 
I could help somebody else because I know I'm not the only person that was sitting at home just trying to figure out what to do and how to do it, right? So in order for me to get over that and switch that around and help somebody else do it, I got to do it first myself. So it took time with people telling me, oh, you're supposed to be this big person. You have this testimony to tell. Somebody needs to hear your story. There were several people that have been telling me that since I was a kid and I pushed it and pushed it and pushed it away. And what happened was um, I just got stuck at a standstill and it was either you are going to continue to just say, okay, and just sit here or you're going to start living in your purpose and accept it and learn how to step out on faith and take a chance on yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Tiara, we talked backstage earlier about the foundation, setting the foundation. And you was talking about how Herbert Hubert Boys and Girls Club set that foundation for you. Can you speak to that for our audience on what you meant by that as far as, you know, folks that are seeking you know, maybe we got kids watching, teenagers, whatever that needs that needs a foundation for finding their purpose in life. So here's the growing up, we had if you were in St. Louis in the city of St. Louis, you had Herbert Hoover Boys and Girls Club, you had Matthew Dickey's Boys and Girls Club, right? We had places where they had after school programs, they had summer programs, they had tutoring. You had people that were helping you, but they were just like your mom and dad when your mom and dad weren't there. So when our parents were at work or trying to do what they needed to do for us, you had a building full of people that were there to help. Um, That's where I started really trying to figure out who I was. That's where my character building started. That's where learning how to build friendships, learning what real love, true love was about, a real support was about that started it. Her Hoover Boys and Girls Club. And because of that, they never gave up on me. You know, those are people that I always, even now I'm grown, I'm married, I have my own son. But when I tell you those people from Flint Fowler all the way down to Dennis still check on me, still check in on my family and what I have going on. They still support me. Like you don't get that a lot these days anymore. Mm-hmm. And even with Tierra Speaks, I call Tierra Speaks the foundation of growth because your growth, your foundation starts with you, right? Mm-hmm. So me being a part of Herbert Hoover and one of the members of Herbert Hoover, that started my foundation, that started with me. Once you have that foundation, you have to build on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely right. Hey, so look, uh, real quick, everybody that's watching right now, if this is making sense to you and you appreciate what it is that she's doing within the community, please give us a thumbs up type your name in there, say that you're watching, you're listening, and also make sure you share this because you never know who you can help and who may be interested in the community programs that's out there. So, Ms. Tierra, I got a question for you. You said that you speak uh, to the youth and you have different workshops, but my question is, how do you connect with the youth today? Because our generation is different and we picked up information a lot different. So how are you willing or not? How are you willing? Because apparently you are willing. But how are you connecting to this new generation? Honesty. Mm. Honesty. Honesty and transparency. Well, this new generation has a sense of, of entitlement and a sense of I know what I'm doing. I don't need your help. I don't need to talk to you. You don't know where I've been. You don't know how I feel. When in reality, a lot of what our kids are going through today, us that are adults, we went through it. 
We went through it. We've been through it. We had our own experiences in the same situations and we were able to get out of them. So in order to help that child, that teen, that youth, you got to be honest with them. You got to be honest and transparent about what you have been through so that they can relate. You got to be relatable. Right. So if I've been through what you've gone through, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to tell you, hey, I've been through this and this is what happened to me. But that doesn't mean that that has to happen to you, too. Mm -hmm. use my experience and what I've gone through to help you move forward and to step over that obstacle because you may not have to go through that obstacle. I may be able to tell you my experience and give you the advice that you need to step over it and not even have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. So, T, thank you for sharing that. And, you know, no, most people don't know about North St. Louis and some of the things that we have to go through to so-called make it out. But we still go back to try to make a difference and, and doing so. I want you to give a snapshot or give somebody an inside look at as a parent raising kids in certain locations, what can they do to better influence their kids to go the right direction? And what are some taxes that you use to influence and motivate some of your mentees and kids that you lead? Be open to help. Be open and honest with the people that are around you. You know, talk to your neighbors, talk to talk to the community, talk to your neighbors, talk to the people that are there to help. Help is there, but you got to be open and be okay with talking about what's going on. I know that a lot of times you don't want people in your business, you don't want the whole world to know, but guess what? Sometimes you need your community to know what's going on because there are people that want to help, but they can't help if they can't see it. They can't help if they don't know what it is that they need to do. Be open to that and be honest. Again, no, I can't say it enough. Be honest with your children. Be honest with your kids. Really let them know what's going on. Stop trying to hide everything from your kids because when you hide things from them, they slide off and they try and go do something because they see it. Even though you're hiding it, they see it. So a lot of times you have your kids that want to come back and they want to help what's going on and they want to be a part of that. But if you hide it and you're not honest with them, a lot of times they'll go left when they really need to go right. Mm, that's a good point. Hey, look, I do have something, though, and I'll give it back to you, Larry. So <clears throat> I understand how it is when you're uh, speaking and connecting with people. And there has been times when I was um, talking and coaching individuals when I realized that their issues was outside of my realm of uh, expertise. Have you ever had to refer someone to either another uh, outlet or not necessarily outlet, but a another resource like uh, possibly counseling? Have you ever had to do that? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. On the regular. Absolutely on the regular. If I can't do it, I can help only what I can. Let me tell you something. I stay in my lane, right? I stay in my lane. If there is something, a need, if they have a need that I cannot feel, I will go and find the person, the company, the organization, the group that can help them in order to feel their need. I understand if I can't feel it, but I'm going to make sure that I connect you with the right people that can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Miss Sierra, uh, with your mentorship and, and your guidance and, and all the things that you're doing with the youth, can you talk to us, for some of us that may be out of the loop, some trending issues that you're starting to see or that you've you know you saw over the years but when it comes to our youth what is it that somebody like myself and other members of, of, of this panel 
you know, we going out and we're trying to do our volunteerism and we're trying to be, you know, influencers and things of that nature, um, that what are some things that we can take to, to sort of connect with these folks or with these with the youth that we feel like back in our time is different. This is your time. And we want to make sure that we bridge that gap, if that makes sense to you. So the biggest issue that I'm seeing now in our youth, especially with everything with this pandemic that's been going on, is the social emotional piece. Know that a lot because there are people that want to hit. They have a lot of things on their mind that they need help to understand, right? So a lot of us look that we're going through this pandemic. As adults, we're going through this pandemic, but guess what? Our children are going through it as well. Mm -hmm. So even though we had to sit in the house for nine, 10 months on end and work in school. And like I said, I do a lot, right? So I'm a, I'm a wife, I'm a mom. I'm also an educator. I teach high school kids, but I have a four-year-old that's in pre-K. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those kids are dealing with some mental issues. Mental health is real. They're dealing with social issues because when they sit in the house for eight, nine, ten months, yeah. they haven't been around their friends. They haven't been around other youth their age, other people, other people. They haven't even been around family outside of their house. That's a struggle for adults, but that's a real struggle for you, mm -hmm. especially when they're used to getting out and doing things and the extracurricular activities and the sports or just being able to go hang out or sit outside on the porch and just have a conversation. Like it's real. And we have to sit down and listen. I can't say this enough. Parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, godparents, you name it, listen to your babies. Mm -hmm. If they tell you they need something, if they tell you they feel depressed, please do not tell them, babies, you're not depressed, you all right. Mm -hmm. Please don't tell them you don't know what you're talking about. If they voice that concern to you, take it seriously. And yep. make sure right. that they get the help they need. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely right. So, so how long have you been doing the what? Well, not the uh, uh, being a teacher, but as being a uh, a coach, a purpose purpose driven coach, and everything. And what type of uh, training have you been in to help to uh, connect with individuals? So, if you were to go into any type of uh, other nonprofit organization, you say, "Hey, I've done A, B, C, and D, and here's my papers." You you get what I mean to show that validity. So. I have been coaching since I was 15 years old. I was taught to coach through Herb Hoover Boys and Girls Club. So I have been coaching since I was 15. Um, I am a certified life coach in several different um, areas and categories, actually. And I think one more, I have one more, and I will be master life coach certified. Um, and just my experience, I've been doing it, y'all, since I was 15. I was taught how to do it through Herb Hoover Boys and Girls Club, and I just kept on. And just kept going and kept going. Um, I have parents and youth and youth that are grown and adults now that can attest to my coaching and my mentoring and how much I care. Um, yeah, I was an at-risk youth, right? So if it wasn't for the Herbert Hoover Boys and Girls Clubs and the Flints and the Deborahs and the Reggies, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I am today because, yeah, the reality of it is as parents, we can't be everywhere all at, at every waking moment. We just can't. We can't. So 
going back to the community, I remember growing up like the whole block was a community, right? If you got in trouble, you got in trouble by everybody on the block because everybody was like family and everybody cared. We need to get back to that instead of being so worried about what everybody else thinks. We need to be helping each other and being in a community and making sure if your parents not at home or something going on with you and you need help, guess what? I'm going to help you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to call your parents and talk to them so we can get everything together and make sure that you're okay. We got to get out of that. I don't want everybody in my business stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I can get you. And, and I'm going to get this right back to you here, Will. But I understand your point. But then I also understand the um, the concern that parents do have, right? Because there's times individuals and individuals don't want to, A, get everybody in their business, A, because not everybody know the fix. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And sometimes they convolute whatever is already going on. And then so now they bring their own issues or experiences that's not even pertaining to whatever is going on. And when the fact of the matter is those individuals might need some medication, you know what I mean? Or they may, you know, they they may need a whole lot of something else. And not just that, some individuals are afraid of putting or getting their children in the system. That is a real issue and having their children taken away from them. So I do understand the, you know, the, the, the fear of that but go ahead will what you got t what you brought up was was critical especially how we came up we used to have family and what i mean by family everybody on the block as you go around the five four block of claxton everybody knows everybody but the biggest thing that has changed from then to now is the trust factor the vulnerability factor and also the experience of some parents because they're young and inexperienced and they don't know what that feels like so that trust is the real issue to kind of get everybody involved because they're so worried or concerned or don't have the skill to be able to open up and have a conversation and say, hey, I need some help because it's that perception thing. I'm not a good enough parent. I, you know, I can't do this by myself, but you don't want people to know those types of things. So a lot of people struggle in silence unnecessarily because they don't utilize their community enough. Absolutely. So. so. I would say parenting workshops. Take the time out and start parenting workshops. And at those workshops, you know, have one big informational parenting workshop and just invite your parents out and let them come and talk to you. So, which we're going to start ours back up. But when we first started parenting workshops, you know what I did? I did one big informational, right? And I invited all parents and whoever wanted to come. And I asked, what is it that you need? Ask them, what is it that you need? Give them the platform. Give them the opportunity to tell you. Let them know that you care. Because even with Seth, even with what you're saying, I totally understand it, right? And we're talking about building a trust back. Have a big meeting and say, hey, I'm here. What is it that you need? And even if you don't want to voice it, Give them paper where they can just write it down. They don't have to put their names on it. They can write down what it is that they need. You can gather all of it up and you can see what they need and you can start planning those programs, planning those meetings, planning those workshops and putting it out there for the parents that need certain situations or whatever it is. If they need cooking lessons, guess what? Let's start a cooking class and put it out there. And whoever needs it, they can sign up for it, right? If they need family counseling, let's put it out there. If they need it, they can sign up for it. All right. 
Right. No, no, that's a good point. That's good stuff. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't know, we are in the lion's den. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you share, share, share this. Hey, I'm going to say a good what up, what up to everybody that's uh, that's uh, chiming in. I see you, Ashley. I see you, Foots. James, what's going on? Miss Camille, Camille, I hope everything is good with you and the family and everybody else in the pride. Hey, y'all, we're talking about really connecting with Miss Tierra Speaks and don't go nowhere. We will be right, right back. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice succulent Southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW Post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Seth with the Lion's Den. Are you or someone you know looking for a tool to help them be more accountable? Check out the Black Collar Mindset, the art of strategic thinking. It's a manual to help maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable every step of the way. Go to theblackcollarmindset.com to grab your copy today. Again, the website is theblackcollarmindset.com. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Let's get it together. Yo, yo, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lions Den. We have Miss Tierra up in the building. Okay. Yo, yo, she's getting it in, y'all. She's uh, letting us know what she have for the community and how the community can stay connected. Yo, what you got, Larry? Tierra, I'm going to get vulnerable with you for a minute, right? Okay. So I'm telling you, we all kind of grew up in the same era. Uh, and, and sometimes I get criticized because I, I, I really believe in tough love, right? I really believe in sometimes I can't give the youth or at least my youth when I'm talking about my youth, my nephews, my godsons and et cetera, et cetera. I can't give them everything. I, sometimes you got to get out and get it yourself. And so I get hit up week after week that never fails i got a godson i got a nephew somebody need ten dollars twenty dollars thirty dollars here there you know and i help out when i can but i got to a point where i'm like nope listen there's jobs out here you need to get off your butt and go get it all right so what do you say to parents uncles you know whatever guardians that, that that's kind of like you know we're, we're kind of old school stuck in our ways where it's like i can help you but at the same time you need to help yourself because I know the youth are at your heart, right? And, and, you know, everybody wants to cater, but I still feel like there's a fine line between enabling them to just not do nothing and be lazy and, and kind of give them that encouragement to go out and go get it yourself. So that goes back to get out here and cut this grass. Mm -hmm. Go find you some neighbor's grass cut. Get out here on this good Saturday. Get up before 12 o'clock. Absolutely. Get out here on this good Saturday. Take this good lawnmower and go cut you some grass. Go help somebody clean their house and get some things together. Go wash some dishes for somebody. Go find you a boys and girls club 
or a youth center that has some type of program. I remember when we were growing up, we had um, Planned Parenthood. I became a peer health consultant at the age of 12, right? Mm -hmm. And I got paid to take the class. But I learned peer education while I was working. After that, I took an advanced class and I got paid for that too, right? So, yeah, we want them to get out here and get it. We had Slate back then, to my understanding, Slate is still going on. We have internships that are going on. So, yeah, we want them to get out here and get it. And if they can't get out and get it from somewhere else and you need to do it at home, let's sit down, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about what work you can do around the house. Because if this is what we're going to do and these are the things that you need, let's talk about what you can make an hour while you wash these dishes, clean this house, do this laundry. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about organizing things. Let's talk about you tutoring. Like, have those conversations. Because a lot of times, again, this generation, for whatever it is, y'all, and it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with anybody's parenting or anything like that, but this generation has a sense of entitlement. A huge sense of entitlement, right? So let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. And guess what? If we can't get you a job outside the house, we could get you one inside the house. So let me show you what you, you go in time with me. No, you know? no, yeah, that makes sense. And you know what? I will also say too, uh, with this generation, even with our, our generation, we all had different levels of motivation. So yeah, it takes really. another side of us to be willing to find out what these kids want because not, not all the kids want money. Some of them just want attention. Some of them want notoriety. Some of them want to feel good about themselves. So if we can have that constant or transparent conversation with them and say, what is it that you really want? Because you're asking for a whole bunch, but what do you want to do with what you get? Because that might be a whole different conversation. You see what I'm saying? So it goes both ways. But what you got, Will? Absolutely. Seth, you, you hit the nail on the head, brother. But something I've seen through my years of mentorship is sometimes they don't know what they need. So mm -hmm. the biggest thing I've seen that helped out was exposure. Getting them inside these community centers and taking them out with you to go and make money and seeing how you do business and allow them to ask questions and see things. Sometimes you got to get their ass out the video game. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 hold on. Not what they need, what they want. That's two different things. You see what I'm saying? Because we are in a position to give them what they need, but we have to meet them halfway to at least see what they want. Because we may think because we're old enough, we know what's good for them. Right. And in the essence, we do do right but still we have to be able to shut our mouth and listen to them you see absolutely. what i'm saying because absolutely where this age does not mean we know it all if we shut right. up and listen to these kids sometimes we might hey as a matter of fact they might employ us if you absolutely. think about it because they will keep, look they will keep us employed if we start listening to their needs then we their parents can say you know what you right this is what my daughter says that they want maybe you can help her or or him or my son in this aspect you get what i'm saying so well, see you said yeah. you said oh you said it right there and i agree let's go back to the listen 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 to your youth listen to what they are telling you that they want and they need listen i have a four-year-old who is a ceo of his own business called K2 Enterprises. And when I tell you my four-year-old has been watching me and he walked up to me one day and told me he needed big boy status on his shirt, which has turned into a whole custom clothing line. But that's what he wanted, even at four. 
and I paid attention to what he was saying. I listened. And some people were like, you made your four-year-old start a business? No, that's what he wanted. And since that's what he wanted, I made sure that he was able to do that. Yeah. And yes, this four-year-old goes out here and he sells his shirts and he does his business and, and all of that. But if that's what you want, guess what? That's what you told me you wanted and that's what we going to do. So the flip side of that is once I give you what you want, you got to put that action in. That's it. You you got to put that work in. That's this is what it. you said you wanted. So let's put this work in. Because all we can do is show them the road. We can't walk that's it for them. We that's can't walk it for them. That's the key. So if they say they want A, B, C, and D, like, okay, go ahead. This is how you can do it. Now, Absolutely. let's see how bad they want it because in certain parts of their life, things are still fickle. You see what I'm yeah. saying? It's it's more of an emotion. They have not been through things long enough to see what they truly, truly want. You dig? They're just looking at the effects of what people have. They want that. You see what I'm saying? But they may not actually be um, connected to the actual grind of doing it. So their passion isn't aligned with the trinkets. What you was going to say, uh, Larry? Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're going to keep on in that conversation because, you know, from my experience and what I've seen, with not only with my own kids, but, you know, with just cousins and nieces and all those folks, you know, they see that instant gratification that, that folks get, whether it's through YouTube, social media, whatever. You know, there's kids, you know, their age, making millions of dollars doing YouTube stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, do you understand the grind that comes with that? I mean, they make it look easy because they're showing a perfect segment of, of doing pranks or whatever it is. But do you understand what goes on behind the scenes to get up to that point, to have a million views and to make the amount of money they make? And I don't think most of these kids really understand that. And I'm going to be quite frank. I think some of these kids are just flat out lazy. And it could be whether it's the Internet, whether it's the parents or, or a mixture of all this stuff. But that's why I come in when I'm talking about that tough love piece. It's like, bro, my time growing up, but that's the deal. So, so look, the deal is, look, Mary, listen, I understand you talking about Joe time, but look, bruh, look, hey, the shit that what we didn't have that these kids have now, we have enabled them to be lazy. You see what I'm that's saying? That's what pisses me off because they have it at the fingertips that they can do bruh, it. They don't have to go get on the bus to go fill out applications just right there on the internet. Listen, you. listen look, hey, listen. Larry oh. turned into Ike. Right. <laughs> you tell a kid to go find and fill out an application. They looking at Google Play. You dig what I'm saying? So we got the we got the connect where you they're. Show them we can't go backwards. Them. We can't go backwards, and they're not lazy. They're actually more advanced than us, so they're working smarter. But they don't see the reason, and I can I can attest to this. I'm watching these young these kids. They don't see the reason to sweat like we had to. You dig? But back to you, ma'am, because you are our guest. Um, tell us a little bit about your scholarship. So I have a youth organization called Darren Inspired Youth. And what we do is we guide youth to their fullest potential through character development. So we do the social, emotional, life skill learning, mentorship, college and career readiness, uh, financial literacy. We have kid entrepreneur classes. And every year we have an annual youth gala where we honor seven to eight youth for pretty much just being them. Um, we don't, our youth don't get a chance to really show everybody what they do, right? Mm -hmm. So we get people to nominate youth and tell us why they are so great. What are the things that they do? And at this gala, it's the best thing about our gala is it's entirely youth led. So all I do is welcome everybody and thank everybody. 
Outside of that, I have a youth host, we have a youth MC, we have youth performers, youth DJs, and key and entrepreneurs that have vendor tables throughout the event. And we give away a $500 scholarship. So one youth is coined the Darren Inspired Youth of the Year. They receive a $500 scholarship. And we do this annually. Um, actually, this year we're able to give away two. And due to the pandemic last year, we had to do it virtually. We're going to do a virtual scholarship giveaway again this year, next month. Um, but I wanted to do something and speaking to some of the youth that I work with, we wanted to create a gala that was really, we always go to galas and the youth benefit, but we don't highlight the youth, right? You don't get to see, we're all, everyone on here is a speaker right now. We don't get to see these youth speakers a lot of times. We don't highlight them enough. So I provided the platform. You know, we came together to have the platform for youth to get out here and show y'all their talents and the things that they have going on so that you can see it. And they could just be kids and just enjoy life because they don't get a lot. They don't get time to do that nowadays a lot. Okay, That's, that's real right there. And I think we as parents overlook how demanding education is technology all those different things that we look at as being easy it's work to some of these kids i watched my daughter she was going to be a junior this year in high school come home with this many books she got this laptop and lord knows i feel sorry for her up at 12 o'clock doing homework just to kind of keep their heads above water so sometimes what others may see as laziness they're trying to get through it because they got a little bit more on them than we had back in the day and that's something to kind of look at the difference between education requirements today versus what we had back in the day mm -hmm. what you think Larry? no you know i don't agree with that you know i don't agree with that they lazy, man. Some, most of them, not all of them. At the end of the day, I, I swear to God, I'm telling you, a lot of these kids are lazy, man. They can Google the answers, and then they 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 literally Google the answers, and that's it, and they done. They want to run outside. They want to do everything else, but put the time in that it requires to either do research or to study. Now, all right. for your daughter being up at midnight, you know, that's a lot of work. That's crazy to be up at midnight doing work. That's almost like she in college prep classes or something. I'm hoping I'm talking about I'm talking about for your traditional high school kids. I've watched it. I have all, right, so, all right. So so look, all right, all right. Now look, I'm gonna throw this back on you, Larry. Check it out. <laughs> sometimes, and not just talking about you, but individuals that think like you, right? Sometimes we are creating our kids to be lazy. What I mean by that is it's going to take extra time out of our day to remove all those electronics to show them how to use this more. You dig what I'm saying? But since we don't, A, have the time, B, probably the patience, and C, probably don't even know what to do anyway, we go and give them a smart book or, or a tablet say, look it up yourself. You dig what I'm saying? So it goes back and forth. You feel me? So if the kids did not have the access right to actually look for this stuff then they will be forced to really pick up a book and turn pages instead of going like this hey tara what you think about that so i'm gonna play a little bit on both sides i do believe that some of our youth out here right now are very lazy but i also do believe we have to be strategic about what we allow them to do 
What I mean by that is we do have video games. We do have tablets. We do have all this big stuff on internet and we say Google this and Google that. But what's your time frame that they allow to use it? Or are you letting them just get on it and be on it all day and you ain't saying nothing else to it because you tired or you lazy as a parent? Okay, because we talking about the kids being lazy, but guess what? Us as parents, and I say us because I'm a keeper of the book. Sometimes I'm just lazy, and I just don't even want to tell you to get off of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it goes both. It go. I mean, it's real. It goes both exactly. ways. Pa- as parents, we get lazy. As kids, we get lazy. But guess what? We gotta all stop being lazy. We gotta know that sometimes it gotta be a limit on what we do, and what we allow them to do. Because if not again, they gonna run left when you need them to run right. So if you let them sit over here on this phone and you ain't saying nothing and they've been on, you look up four hours later, they still on it. Guess what? You ain't telling them to get off of it. And it's your fault because watch this. Hey, I agree. I agree with that. Hey, check this out, ladies and gentlemen. If y'all have not heard of this app, it's called uh, Family Link. Family Link. What you can do is you can download or get the whole access to your child's phone and you can give them limits on it. You dig? And when it's time to cut it off, you hit a button, boop, and cut it off. Whatever app that they're on, you can give them restrictions in it. But again, it goes both ways. If you don't want your kids to be enabled and always got their head like this and want to have a conversation, cut it off. You know what I'm saying? But engage with them. Don't cut them off and then you and your joint. You dig what I'm saying? So it, it come on now. It is it is a balance. Absolutely. It is a balance. What you got, Will? Hey, Seth. That's a great point that you're making. But I can tell you from watching my daughter on this video game, they didn't cut our damn Wi-Fi four times. I don't know. These kids are smart as hell. You, you cut your kid phone off and see you gonna come up short in your bank account some way somehow. These kids smart out here, brother. They hacking yeah. everything. <laughs> hey, listen, hey, check it out. Hey, ain't a couple short when you give them access to it. Look, hey, I ain't, man, hey, yeah. hey, look, check this out. If your bank account is no. because of the game, that's a yo part. You, you, you fool. You do. I'm your cards on that. Yeah, what you want, baby? I love you. No, listen, I love you, but I don't trust you. Yet. You ain't did nothing for me to trust you that much. You feel me? Anyway, so Miss Tierra, so talk about a little bit more about this daring to inspire youth. What is that and how was that birthed? Daring inspired youth was birthed from me and um just my experience as a youth. You know, I credit me being here today a lot of it outside of you know my parents and my upbringing and just everything that i went through i credit herbal hoover boys and girls club a lot um and i say this all the time just everyone that was there because if it wasn't for them i would be either in the dirt or behind bars and i always said when i got older i wanted to have my own youth organization to be able to do the same thing right i was an at-risk youth and a lot of times we are at risk youth. We have at risk youth with everything that's going on, but they need a safe place. They, again, they need some place where they feel relatable. They need some place where they feel comfortable and they need some place where they can just be kids. So if I could provide the sessions, the groups, the one-on-one time coaching that needs to be for you to just be a kid and be able to just go through your kid things, your kid life and learn, and educate and grow, why not? If I, I can do it, why why not? 
Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, that's that's the biggest thing now. If you have the opportunity to sit down and here's the thing, coaching and mentoring is not just for you to do it through youth. You do it through adults, too. Mm-hmm. You do it for your peers, too. And a woman doesn't have to just coach a woman. A woman can coach a woman and a man. You coach into the situation. You coach into the challenge, the struggle, not necessarily to what type of person they are. So if you can coach a youth, you can coach an adult too. Preach. Yeah, yeah, you could. You could. And also too, with that being said, individuals, individuals that's in that realm, they need to also understand their limitations. Absolutely. Like for example, I'm an accountability coach. Why? Because I don't like to talk long. You dig? I really don't. I don't like to hold your hand and go through your whole life. That's your business. You feel me? I get you from point A to point B, and then you keep on doing the rest. You see? So that's me. Some other people have different. They, they're spiritual coaches. There's uh, confident coaches. There's, you know, whatever the case is. So stay in your lane, right? Absolutely. Get, get good at what you do and be the best in that and then you can do what you need to do so but, what you're saying is i coach them and hold their hand and then i send them to you to keep them accountable for what they've learned and what they've grown to for only a hot minute only for a hot minute but, but now that but now that i held their hand i could send them to you because now it's out of my lane and it's in your lane hey then after that somebody else better have a hand out because uh i don't last too long you dig don't last too long you feel me but anyway <laughs> hey what, what, what you got will Hey, sis, from all the different things that you're doing, I know you got an event that's coming up well on the 15th. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like you to definitely talk about that before we log off. But what is the need right now? You, you, you got three solid brothers and our audience is willing to contribute, help out where they can. What are some right now needs that we can help assist with, whether it's time, effort? What is it that you see as a need that we can help you with? Communication communication and when i say communication effective communication so don't just tell listen to um don't just give be able to receive too um like you said we all got our different areas right but we have to be able to talk about them we have to be able to talk through them the other thing is time y'all we go we have so many things going on and we are so busy and we don't take the time to just stop and breathe, right? And when I tell y'all, God will sit you down, because I just came off of my sit down for 12 days. Me and my son both caught COVID. And that sit down for 12 days, y'all, was a journey. But when I came out of it, I was well rested. I had so much clarity on everything that's going on with me. Um. And quality, that that quality time. Take that time out to spend, spend some time with your family. Spend some time with your kids. Spend some time with your spouses. Just spend some time. And I know we still have a pandemic going on and we can't always get together, y'all. But y'all better get on this good technology we've been talking about and get on Zoom, on StreamYard, make some phone calls, and just talk to each other and communicate, communicate, communicate effectively. Don't get on the phone and start arguing with each other. <laughs> guess my what? Money yet. Guess what? An hour from now was not promised. Ten minutes from now was not promised. Mm-hmm. Don't get on that phone and start arguing about something that you've been mad about for 10, 15 years. Because guess what? 
it don't even matter. It's not even worth it. Let's you know, get on the phone and talk about how you're doing. You know what? You're absolutely right. And 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 but I, I would like to say to caveat with that, sometimes in order to have that realistic conversation, you got to get that elephant out the room. But do it at the right and, time. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, so and 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 this is just for anyone that may understand this. There is we put expectations on people as far as when they should get over something. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? It's unfortunate. But it, like you said, life is too short. It is. We need to be able to have that transparent conversation, but I guess tailor it right. Say, you know what? I do love you. You know I love you, right? Wait yes. for that to come out. Yes, I do. Now, I need to let you know I need to get this right. off of my chest so we can move forward. There's something you may not have known that I have been dealing with. Agreed. Now, you in the fact that you did not know that you may not have known. I just want to give you my side. You may not have even known that this was an issue and you like, wait, why we don't talk like we used to. Yeah. Now that I have opened that up and we didn't cry about it. You dig what I'm saying? Now we can, you know, kind of heal and, and everything and have that transparent, more transparent conversations. But the unfortunate part is sometimes we hold on to what happened in the mm-hmm. 80s so tight we can't connect right we can communicate but we cannot connect because we don't know how to let that go and we are afraid and that may be some pride and maybe some ego involved Mm -hmm. in there so the first thing i would say is to humble yourself realize you don't know everything you don't even know what the other person is thinking but at least just share what's on your heart that's what i would say absolutely agreed that's the effect of communication again Absolutely. Larry, what you got, bro? Uh, the, the, the only other thing I got, man, honestly, is for UTR and, and then just for the group in general is, um, you know, I, I, I'm stuck in my ways. I have my ways, as you can see. But, you know, I'm still Very able to grow. So. I'm still able to 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 uh, I'm not a fixed mindset. I still have a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. But there are just some things that I'm hard up on. And I don't think I'll ever be able to change that. But it is what it is. The active communication, active listening piece is probably the biggest takeaway I can take away from here today. Honestly, it's just mm-hmm. listening and not so so quick to, to let me give you what I what I think you should do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let, let me fix it. But, <laughs> but let's not let's not all forget that some of these kids want to be grown before they grown, and then when they get grown. Now they want to come back and start listening. It's like, I tried to warn you before you got there. Hey, but you know what? And, and look, I'm going to tell you this too. And, and I agree with you. I think us as parents, I think us as parents should let our kids feel a certain amount of pain. Oh, yeah. Just a certain oh, amount. I, not the boom and then, they, you know, unconscious, you know what I'm saying? Or, or they got a concussion that is, you know, knocking my fears, but just a little bit so that they can say, hey, that hurt. How do I not hurt no more? Like, okay, you remember what I told you a couple of days ago? You heard me, but now you feel me. See, so you can't tell your kids, blah, blah, blah. You feel me? And you expect them to say, yeah, no, they need to feel it for them to feel you first. You dig? Then you, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I encourage individuals to do. Uh, T.R., what do you encourage individuals to do as far as connecting with their kids? Oh, take the time. Take the time. Set the time apart. Set the time apart. Don't just say I'm a connect. I'm a connect. I'm a connect. When I get got time, make the time. Mm-hmm. Make the time. If you if you think about it today that you need to connect with your kid, make that time today. 
Mm-hmm. Stop doing what you're doing and make that time today. I know a lot of times we think, oh, I got this going on. I got this deadline. I got to get this. I got to get that. But guess what? All of that can wait. Take the time to spend a little time with them and just do a check-in. Just check in. See how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. What you got, Big Will? Your final word. What you got? Oh, man. My, my final word is first going to be thank you, sis, for coming on and just be able to share a little bit with us about yourself, your endeavors, and just know that we're behind you and we appreciate everything that you do. Um I hope my nephew won that game today. No, it was his last one today. But on my last words, I want to give a shout out to the family of Chief Master Sergeant Tracy King, who just recently passed away at Ali Asaline Air Base, 30 years solid in the Air Force of Service. And God rest her soul. I just want to say for everybody that's out there that knew her, that had a chance to experience her, that we hurting with you and to keep your heads up into our family, we praying for you. To the den, to the pride. I appreciate y'all. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, ma'am. Look, I would like to give you the floor as far as letting individuals know um, where they can find you and what else you have going on in the future. All right. Well, coming up and oh, hold my- on. You, you got somebody in the background. Lord have mercy, y'all. Look at me. I'm the way then. I'm the way. It's okay. Yeah, that's the four-year-old CEO sneaking his way in. Yeah, he mm-hmm. almost let us make it. He almost let us make it. Oh, that boy, hey, he's CEO. He in business, but can't mind his yes. own. That's hey, okay. We're going to work on that. At all. At all. We're going to get them together. We're going to get them together. <laughs> but that's all right. Go ahead. But um, so in seven days, Sierra Speaks now has a new platform, y'all. We will be one of the brand new TV shows on. Excuse me one second. All right. So Tierra Speaks has a brand new platform. We will be on Unheard TV on Roku launching August the 15th. We have this big dope red carpet black tie event for our launch. Let me tell y'all, Unheard TV is owned by a black woman, JP CEO. And there's so much black excellence coming on this network, y'all. Listen. Make sure y'all check out Tierra Speaks Sunday night at 8 p.m. when it jumps off. Also, check out all of our Unheard TV family shows. You can catch tickets. Tickets, tickets, tickets. We still have a few tickets left. You can catch those on my linktree.com slash Tierra Armin. That is T-E-A-R-A-A-R-M-A-N. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tierra Speaks. And you can follow my podcast and listen to that on all major podcast platforms as well. Subscribe to our website at www.tierraarmy.com. All right. All right. All right. Well, look, sound like you got a lot going on. And congratulations to you and everybody else that's a part of your part of your team. Ladies and gentlemen, this was an awesome show. Hopefully that you got something out of this, not just some uh, maybe some unsolicited uh, parenting skills, but just a way to connect with the youth if you want to, right? If you really want to. And then also, you know, you might be an old crusty head like Larry out there and just don't want the world to change, right? But at the same time, we're still a part of this and um, we all have something to learn. We all have to be willing and, and, and 
willing to learn and connect with each other because we all don't know it all. And it take a village, you dig? It always take a village to get this together. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of The Lion's Den. Please make sure you follow this and subscribe and everything. We love y'all. Y'all have a great, great, great rest of the weekend. Right on, right on. Right on.